The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMET and 99.3 KCMD. 14 after 8. Jackson County Commissioner Colleen Roberts is in studio this morning. Colleen, it's great to see you. Welcome back. Good morning. Thank you. I, I'm just more reliable than internet. I just want you to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we, we are on the internet. We're streaming on oh, the internet. That's true. And the Facebook is out there right now. It's just the uh, you know the issue with uh, with Spectrum and uh, and by the way, an update on the Spectrum outage, which has been out since nine o'clock last night, and this is due to the storms. And it looks like a lot of this is centered around. The uh, choke point, the ice storms that have really knocked out things in Eugene. Eugene is yeah. a mess this morning. And anywhere from uh, six to 7,000 customers are without power, and you have lines down, and you have trees that have fallen. And so you get that infrastructure, you know? Yeah. Eugene, I think, could have Salem. It's horrible up yeah. there. Yeah, it really is. So yeah. We're in the banana belt. Yeah, exactly. By comparison, <laughs> yeah, we are. And in fact, only a handful of uh, power outages here around yeah. here in southern Oregon. It's good. Hey, um, Colleen, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. First, first thing I wanted to do is that you are very big on making sure that people get their public comments in on issues of community and also, of course, county concern. And is there uh, something going on that we need to know about before we dig into the other issue? There is a couple of opportunities for public comment, and both have just been brought to my attention. We're kind of in the, well, and one, we're kind of at the 11th hour, but huge issue with Oregon Water Resources Division. And that is on January 23rd, there is the uh, last rulemaking for groundwater. And um, it will be open for public comment at that meeting, and we can Zoom it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in Salem for it. Um, but it is uh, a, a lot of uh, interest to especially rural Jackson County. But I believe it's uh, incremental steps to possibly a moratorium on well drilling. Oh. And it's huge. Um, I think it's a real it's a real one size fits all rulemaking steps are doing without really considering um well, without considering Southern Oregon, and I know I'm put. I'm trying to put together some comments this week for my board to consider, and um, and like I say, I'm just getting up to speed on it. When I have those, I can either come back to the show or I can send them to you, Bill, and you can get them on. What is the but, uh, What is the deadline for this uh, comment? Um, well, there's public comment on the 23rd. We're going to try to get. I was advised our comments needed to be to that committee before the 23rd of January. Okay, so uh, we're. Like I say, I'm hoping to work on those this week. I was at a uh, annual conference with the Cattlemen's Association this weekend, and they have a water division in their organization. They were aware of it. They're sending in comments. And I just, I know the power of the people. We saw it with the wildfire mapping. And when the people rise up and say enough is enough, it's just, it's not enough just for us to say there's problems with this. You need to relook at it. I, I think and appreciate when people everywhere say, whoa, this isn't right. <laughs> what, you know, we need more information. You need more information before we start making rules that will affect our future in water in Oregon forever. All right. Is this uh, something, could you uh, maybe pop me a link when you get uh, down sure. to the county? And so this way I can share what you know. Well, you know, I'll try. To, uh, 
Okay. To pop maybe have link. Danny. Uh, maybe. Well, no, just... I, I mean, if the internet's working. I, can, I have the link. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right. I was thinking, God, you use the internet all the time? Oh, that's right. It's not back up yet. Okay. Well, when it is up, I all right. I will get you the information. It I don't just know if came... you're using Spectrum or what. I, don't, I think for Charter. Oh, in town, okay. But... Happy Spectrum. All yeah. Right. We well, might right. have a backup. But... So you're dead in the water right now. Yeah, yeah, there's that. And we'll I, have Danny I Jordan pull out his issue. cell phone. <laughs> You know, and do it on the cell phone. The other comment is uh, a comment that's due February 2nd, and I, it's also I'm gaining getting information on it, and it's Biden's new old growth policy. And it's uh, also kind of a one-size-fits-all for the Forest Service, and I think it, too, will have big consequences probably for our public lands. So I'm looking at both of those uh, coming up right away, not much time, and maybe one of our comments would, would be maybe we should extend the public comment time so people can get more information. But, you know, sometimes when we extend it, people just kind of extend their time of they checking into their, it. Yeah, yeah, they just kind but of... But we need to be on it. Okay. I know. It's huge. And um, and two big issues, I think, that really are broader than Jackson County, but definitely have an effect on Jackson County. All right. Very good. I look forward to the information and we'll yes. uh, disseminate that as best as possible. All right. Um, I've had a lot of conversation with uh, Josephine County officials and people in Josephine County because uh, there is uh, the big attack on their county charter. And I am going to characterize it as an attack on their charter with a measure 17-116. Jackson County has a very similar group of individuals that are trying to do a lot of the same thing with uh, three proposed uh, ballot measures for next year. And I've taken a look at it. I'm not a fan of any of them. And I don't, uh, has the board actually come out united against this, uh, this plan or, or not? Do we have a, we have not deliberated on it. It hasn't, I mean, it's a, our petition hasn't even uh, been filed yet to be on the ballot and possibly when it gets there, we will. I know um, the other two commissioners are out, um, in conversation about it. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't said a whole lot. And I know the media's wanted interviews. And sometimes, in my opinion, that gives the opposition just more fodder as they're, and more notoriety as they're trying to gain gather signatures. And they haven't gathered enough signatures yet. So, oh, okay. Um, but I definitely have my opinions about it. Okay. All right. Well, which I appreciate you okay. inviting me on to air those. Well, what I was uh, you know concerned about is that I love how the uh, – how Especially, and I have to think that it's mostly Democrats that are calling for this. They want uh, the commissioners to be nonpartisan. That's the uh, the first proposal proposal that they want. I actually am kind of in favor of the partisan elections aspect of it because at least you know what you're voting for. And I think so often many people in uh, in Southern Oregon when they 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 say, "Well, nonpartisan," this means like all of a sudden we're we're not an agenda based person or whatever it is. And I I don't think that's true at all. But. I don't. I agree with you. I don't either. I prefer the um, party uh, line in our politics countywide. I think you know when you look at judges and and they're nonpartisan and they run as nonpartisan. You go, well, wonder what their their belief system is. You know how it does affect how you make policy if you um, are leaning conservative or you're leaning liberal, and it makes a difference how I vote. And it. I mean. It, I think not having the uh, party label to you will cause the voters a lot more unknown. Um, very few voters probably 
some people don't even know what county commissioners do, but add a dimension of not knowing what their political stand is just adds another oblivious, you know, smoke over the election, in my opinion. And by the way, and by the way, you don't have to be a party member to run for county commission. Now, the thing is, though, you know, can you win not being a Democrat or a Republican? That could be a, a question for another time, but that's not actually the fault of partisanship. Well, two of my three elections I've participated in, um, two of the candidates were registered as independent. They have tried that. They were Democrats, but they have tried running as independent. Uh, they miss out on the primary, but in the general election, everybody gets to vote. So... Um, I think, in my view, the uh, liberal left uh, has tried every uh, aspect in our county to get a Democrat elected recently, since I've been on the board, unsuccessfully. Yeah, it's been harder for them to do that the last and few years, two oddly three, enough. Through, two of the three petitioners were candidates in our last, last election that had failed, failed candidacies. So... Uh, it that alone makes you wonder. Well, what is the agenda of the group that's that is doing this petition drive? And it it, it is seems to me it's a way one more way possibly um, to infiltrate uh, a conservative board and a conservative county with liberal um, politicians at hmm. the county level. We have them at the state level. We have them at the federal level, and they're missing the county level dynamic. And it's you know, we, it's it, our stronghold. We have to keep it. You know, I think I think that that is a very important point here to make. Is that uh, the federal government is largely progressively, you know, it's it's democratically controlled largely. Mm-hmm. Okay, state government is certainly controlled. And I, I do believe that uh, the Democratic Party, of course, is looking to make this. It's like, you know, gosh darn it. Occasionally, the uh, county commissioners on in Jackson and or Josephine County aren't total laydowns you know, for the yes. administrative. I mean, for the administrative state, that's just it. Is, it. is this more about the administrative agencies wanting the uh, the counties to more or less just say, aye, aye, sir, you know, uh, how much of a pile do you want us to uh, put out in what color? You know, well, that we, kind of thing. Our board does push back on several things at the state level. Um, Can you give me an example of that? Just wild, curious. Wildfire mapping, for one one thing. I know um, Senator Jeff Golden is really pushed behind it. In fact, in the short session, there's a um, he's pushing to to pay for wildfire fighting and it and and I don't know that I. it's against uh, harvesting. It's going to put another nail in the coffin, in my opinion, of our timber industry. It's not a way to, in my opinion, to pay for wildfire fighting. Mm-hmm. And in fact, ODF that fights fires for the federal government, they get reimbursed on federal lands from the federal government. So, you know, understanding how much actually the state pays for state lands in our county is um, wouldn't be in my, as far as I'm aware of, it's not as significant as the federal lands are, but, um, but we have, you know, we have that, that liberal state impact on wildfire, uh, for one thing, though, Senate bill 762 was horrible, totally pushed by our Democrat delegation here in Southern Oregon. Calling the Almeida fire, you know, wildfire, and that's what it's oh, all based on. You know, I a, keep saying that was an arson it's fire. It's an arson fire. Yes. You know, and it's like I keep repeating again and again. This was not climate change. This was not forest policy. It was an arson fire and a 60-mile-an-hour yeah. wind. Yeah. You know, in which, by the way, still hasn't been solved. No. 
And do you ever really hear that on news reports about Almeida? I almost never. never. It's always called a wildfire, like the Almeida fire. And I don't. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big one. I know there's a lot of other uh, instances, you know, uh, that we battle with. Um, I know transportation and carbon reduction. I think that uh, the whole climate change issue is a very much a political um, agenda driven topic that the the Democrats and the liberals uh, want to hang policy on. And it's devastating to uh, to think we're all going to go drive around on electric cars, <laughs> you know, to save carbon tax and we're not going to cut any trees. I mean, there's there's a big difference of policy driven by both uh, sides of the aisle. Yeah. Would it be helpful in your view to uh, go from three county commissioners to five, four districts, one at large, just like they're proposing in Joe County? And to uh, reduce the salaries. Now, I know you have a dog in the fight because you earn money from this, too. So I understand that. But Well, no. we, as far as the money, the salary goes, we always have, um, there's ample, t- ample opportunity for the public to weigh in on the elected official salaries, all elected officials, uh, whether it's every Wednesday at our meeting, if it, whether it's at the budget uh, meeting. There's a particular time just for you can send them in by written comments. You can Zoom. You can be there. There's a time for public comment on salaries. And in the nine years I've been on there, the only person with an objection to salaries has been me. <laughs> no, the public has not been engaged in an objection in any way, shape, or form. The two candidates that filed the that are filing these petitions that failed, they ran campaigns. And I don't believe that was an issue in any of their campaigns, nor have I heard them speak in opposition publicly about that. But in looking at increasing three to five, anybody that thinks you can increase payroll by two full-time employees is going to lower costs has never hired employees. I'm sorry. There's but, just but aren't these going to be part-time positions, though? Aren't they part-time? Well, ours aren't part-time right now. <laughs> so I don't know if they're just going to, if we're just going to work a couple hours during the day now or if that, what's going to change there with five. But but no, you'll still have uh, insurance and PERS and an office and supporting staff and travel expenses. And I mean, there's a whole array of costs that follow each commissioner in Jackson County anyway, that um, has not even been considered or addressed. And, um, and I mean, you can go and just show up when you want to, not do anything, and I suppose maybe that's what they want. But um, but with what we do, um, we're busy. Uh, in fact, it, and not to change the subject, but the National Association of Counties is having their legislative conference in February in Washington, D.C. I'm going back to that. It keeps our fire policy that we're trying to get changed. Mm-hmm. The 1995 wildland fire policy keeps in front of the agencies. I know they think sometime I'm just going to dry up and blow away, but I keep showing it to them and saying this can be changed at the agency level. It's not a law. It's a it's a policy. So you're, you're in other words, you're trying to keep that in front of the uh, federal agencies. about federal agencies about end the let it burn policy. Yes, which right. is still in print in the in that 30 year old policy that says no matter the source of ignition, any fire can be allowed to burn. Do you think that the South County, which a lot of these people seem to be pushing this, uh, these three ballot measure schemes, you know, of Jackson County, do they want let it burn, the let it burn policy to keep going? Is that something they're in favor of, you think? I mean, who, I, who, would, who would want the forest burning in the summertime here? We, you know, there's a lot of people that still want fire 
any time on the landscape. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a an agenda we've have continued to fight, just like Jacksonville allowing a you know their city council supported a fire by Lomakatsi in their city before fire season ended. They did not get their burn permit, however, and I mean it took us. I stood up said this is our policy. It's it's not law, but you know we, there's no fire during fire season, and mm-hmm. and we wrote a letter to ODF and said, you know the their council approved this, and we would sure. I encourage you not to give the burn permit, and and they do not. But it takes our vigilance out there. Um, but but you see, this is the power of a county, yes. of a of a county united to try to keep yes. uh, the smoke and fire down. And I will tell you, as our county board meets with our federal agencies and our fire partners pre-fire season and post-fire season for a report, uh, we. They give us what they think their projections are, where they are in staffing, um, in uh, in their ability to, you know, if they got planes ready and putting fires out. And uh, and we say, you know, once it's fire season, state procla- proclaimed fire season, it's nothing but initial attack of full suppression. They go, okay. And mm-hmm. they agree to it. And at postseason fire report at 2023 on the forest in Jackson County, we had 20 fires and it burned seven acres. And that's from hundreds of thousands of acres when we st- first started this battle. And the ODF protected BLM lands had about 80 acres. So under 100 acres in Jackson County burned in 2023. Huge success story, and it's exciting to see it, be part of it, and uh, it's a change from your charter conversation. But yeah, but still, but no, but no, it sho- are, it shows though what what the county, what a county board, you know, united in the mm-hmm. in a common purpose can actually accomplish with county policy. Yes. And I don't know if uh, if a five if a five member board would if you could have pulled it off. I don't know. Well, cost wise, I think it's questionable, and I think transparency wise, you're going to lose the, the citizens will lose seeing all transparency on a board. Every uh, discussion and deliberation we have as a three member board is done in a public meeting, and we may visit outside a meeting. Never about government. Never about county business. We just don't. We're very careful and um, and maybe overzealous about it it's all done in our public meetings i as a citizen i like that as a commissioner i like that mm-hmm. i know there's no backroom talking and when we when i go to a meeting well where's it what's what's happened before i i got there it hasn't happened before i got there we discuss everything and it's beneficial for the citizens we have five members and two have talked over here and two talked there and we get to a meeting and the citizens going to go how did they get to that decision? And see, that's the inter- is interesting part. People are acting as that if you have five, there's not going to be the uh, the talking. Well, technically, they could talk and plan sure because can. there would be no quorum. As right. it is, if you have two commissioners talking about uh, about county business together right now, that's a quorum, right? It is. But uh, two could get together out of five and, and conspire, if you want to put it this way, or push it a p- particular agenda. You know, hey, I'll do this if you do that, blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying necessarily would, but they could. Oh, you right? could. And um, and it would be perfectly legal. Yes. It would not be, uh, you know, subject to uh, uh, open meetings law violation, which uh, two commissioners doing that right now would. Absolutely. Would be. And we're very careful about that. It does not happen. And I appreciate that adherence to the law of our board. Um, and I think the third downside is for the also for the voters 
to not have a full vote of all their board of commissioners. They won't have be voting for their county representation. They'll be voting for one, maybe two. I don't know how it works out. Well, you you vote for one in your district and then one at, at large, large. kind of like your super commissioner, I guess. Yeah. So you, the the voter loses um, their control of who's on the board. They lose the transparency of the decisions being be, being made. And with five, their costs are not going to go down. Yeah. All right. So strike three. All right. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of the way I look at it. I just thought I'd ask you. So you're going to promise to get me the information on the comments that need to be done, right? Yes. Okay. I will get those so to you. I'll, I will get those up. And, uh, and thank you for your take on it. And I'm, I'm really hoping that people look at these uh, proposed ballot measure initiatives. And by the way, it's on jacksoncountyforall.org. Yeah, yeah, for all. Yes. <laughs> no, I think it's really about Jackson County for the South County.org is what it should be. But that, that's my opinion. And yeah, I'll throw them under the bus, okay, because they deserve <laughs> to be. Commissioner, good talking with you as always. Thank you. Thank all right. you. It's uh, 834 KBD KCMD. How can you avoid the stress and headaches of selling your home in today's market? Hey, it's Lars, and let me tell you, the only agent in Medford that can save you from all that stress is Jared Hokanson with Hokanson Realty. Don't let the negative media reports about interest rates stop you. Get the facts from a professional. Jared has years of experience and in-depth knowledge of the market right here in Medford. Jared has the right strategic options for you. And in this market, when he puts his marketing to work for you, that strategy helps attract the right kind of buyers at the right time who are willing to pay top dollar. Jared even guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to, or Jared buys the home instead. Real estate expert and Shark Tank star Barbara Corcoran and I both recommend only Jared Hokanson in Medford and in Southern Oregon. Call Jared today at 541-772-SOLD or go online to 541-772-SOLD.com and tell Jared Lars sent you. Mm, good. Artisan Bakery Cafe new owners McKay and Jamie and their two sons invite you to come enjoy unique European-style pastries made fresh daily in South Medford for over 18 years. Bake goods the way they ought to be, delicious and out-of-this-world satisfying. One memorable bite after another will leave you wanting more. From cupcakes to almond bear claws, rich butter horns, fruit-filled scones, cupcakes, beignets, and more. 1325 Center Drive next to South Fred Meyer, 245-3500. Bill Meyer with Sharice from No Wires Now. So glad I switched to Dish. And if your listeners have Direct TV or cable TV, they're paying too much. And you made it easy to switch. Plus, I got the Hopper DVR and Dish's very cool voice-activated remote. Call today. Tell me what you have, how much you're paying, and I think you're going to love Dish. I'll even help you lower your existing internet and cell phone bill. Call Sharice like I did. 541-680-5875. NoWiresNow.com. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Internet and cell phone service are not provided by Dish. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. And this is The Bill Meyer Show. Sherm, what's on your mind this morning? Welcome. Thanks. Hey, good morning, Bill. Sherm Simmons here from Sam's Valley. Mm -hmm. So I want to compliment Colleen Roberts and the other two commissioners. They have open meetings. Anyone's welcome to go in at 9 o'clock. You sign up. You have five minutes to speak. I attend several meetings and have addressed many topics. Those folks follow up. I'll tell you, I wish all politicians would adhere to the policies that our county commissioners do. They're fantastic. Well, glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for the uh, report. I really appreciate that. Okay, thanks. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
We go to Eric. Eric, you wanted to call back in and talk about Jason Beebe. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. So, I my my only pushback was the uh, you know if somebody's going to take a stand against you know for COVID, the Ukraine, and all that, like you know it's kind of an interesting topic. Is like where is that money going to come from? Because it seems like all the money is to support the the people that have a vested interest in folks like Ben's getting in there are folks that are you know going to going to profit by it. And I just, I mean, that just. Oh, okay, what do, what, do, that, what do you have evidence that um, that Bents is in uh, is in cahoots with the biomedical pharmaceutical complex somehow? No, or? no, I, no. I just think that they're going to support people that are going to go along to get along, oh. and it's going real well for them. And I don't think it's going so well for Americans. So I hope that you know we won't, you know, it won't be so much about who's on TV commercials and radio ads. And more like if we go down the issues. Well, you have to remember, though, that um, the vast majority of people don't pay attention. They just don't. Uh, All right. Oh, yeah. No, 100 percent. Yeah. And even, you know, talk radio is a sliver of the uh, of the voting public. You know, it's a it's a sizable, you know, level. You know, you figure maybe 10, 15 percent of the voter, maybe uh, good influencers, if you want to call it that. But uh, the vast majority of the people. I don't care. Unfortunately, I don't like saying that, but I think that's uh... no, I, no, and, and I agree, and I, I, that is a problem. But the, I mean, uninformed voters are a huge issue. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, I do think, I do think though that we, you know, it's kind of a. I mean, I think that the uh, maybe I, we have a disagreement of. I feel like the situation is a lot more dire than you do, and we don't. And if we're not going to get back to oh, I oh, I think it's oh, I assure you, I think it's dire. Here's my issue. Let's say that you had your wet dream come true, Eric. And then uh, Cliff Bents were bounced out in the primary. Okay. No, just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Let's say that uh, that Eric that uh, Eric you get your dream, your dream comes true. Cliff is bounced out, and guess what? You have someone that 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 still, they're worthless the first term. Where do you go? Right. You know they're absolutely well, worthless the first no, term. So I mean, so like I mean, so it's worthless in that like yeah. I mean, I agree. He's one of four hundred thirty-five people. Yeah. However, I do feel like when you if folks across the country. And there's just a few of them, even mounted challenge, but let alone win. That's going to send a real message that, you know what, maybe we do actually have to look into what the heck happened with COVID. Maybe we can't just send these billions of dollars to our defense contractor buddies. Maybe we have to, you know, we're, we're going to have to listen to people more because they're actually mm-hmm. rising up and taking us out. Yeah. We're, and yet wh- now, now, have you have you done your best to actually persuade your congressman to do what you would like him to do? I, oh yeah, no. So I called up Cliff. He didn't have an. He wouldn't take a stand on the J six prisoners. Mm-hmm. No comment. No comment on the origins of COVID. No comment on the side effects of okay. vaccines. No comment on on the what now on magazines. Money. What? Uh, the the side effects of the vaccines. Okay. Like well, no comment. Yeah, I, I guess and the I, point know, the point I, being though is there any legislation that is going on right now that has anything to do with that? No, so I mean, I so I, I think that there is some. However, I feel like the one, there's another part of this where, you know, a congressman gets a little bit of a platform. So we don't have a chance to reach across to people, mm-hmm. and not that Cliff has all the chance in the world, but we don't have the media, we don't have schools, we don't have anything. We all these people need to be pushing our voice. Okay, all right, Eric. Appreciate the call. Thanks for making it, and then we'll uh, cut it off there. Hi, KMD KCMD. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Yes, Joel. Yes, Joel. Yeah, um, two things. When he won, um, when Trump won last night, mm-hmm. they uh, 
they the networks covering it um, allowed all three candidates besides Trump to go on the air, but uh, because they didn't want to hear us uh, have us hear any lies, they they decided not to cover uh, Trump's speech. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Was that was that true? Because I was listening to yeah. Hugh Hewitt this morning. He he played the speech just fine. Yeah. Well, not last night, whatever, whatever. Anyway, um, three days ago there was a um, pro-Palestinian uh, pro- uh, pro- protest at the White House, mm-hmm. and it went crazy. And they they, they like tried to break down a fence and, and throwing rocks at the uh, at everybody, and not one arrest. Don't you? Don't well, you well, are you surprised? Not after not after three years ago. Okay, there you go. That's it. Um, it is um, now. See, this is the see this. That's the vote that bothers me most about uh, Congressman Bents. That one. No arrest after that happens. But January sixth, there were plenty of agents around to take a look at that. All right, eight forty two. SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former President Trump has scored a record-setting win in the Iowa GOP caucuses with his rivals languishing far behind. He easily outpaced rivals like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Now the election focus turns to New Hampshire, which is set for next week. A top Federal Reserve official said he's increasingly confident inflation will continue following this year back to the Fed's 2% target level after two years of accelerating price spikes that hurt millions of American households. The official, Christopher Waller, an influential member of the Fed's Board of Governors, noted that inflation is slowing even as growth and hiring remain solid, a combination that he called almost as good as it gets. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 171 points. This is SRN News. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000 with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-320-7171. That's 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. This hour of the Bill Myers Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority on post frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. Furnace on the Fritz, this is Randall at Advanced Air. Make sure you and your family stay warm and cozy all winter long. Advanced Air provides preventative maintenance on your furnace so you don't have to worry about costly repairs or getting stranded in a cold house. Advanced Air and Bryant do whatever it takes to deliver dependable home comfort solutions to local home and business owners. Don't wait for furnace failure. Call Advanced Air today and check out Bryant products online at myadvancedair.com. 
intelligent, innovative, award-winning heating and cooling solutions. MyAdvancedAir.com. Johnson Builders is the leading authority of post and frame construction in Southern Oregon and Northern California for over 20 years. Save on shops, garages, barns, and covered riding arenas during their winter sale. For commercial, industrial, or residential, they have you covered with the lowest pricing of the year while the winter sale lasts. Visit www.johnson.builders or check them out on Instagram at Johnson Builders Corp for ideas on your project. Financing available. Johnson Builders, building for your future. Oregon Truck and Auto Authority is your Linex bedliner source. Linex is the number one rated spray-on bedliner in the world, backed with a nationwide lifetime warranty. Don't just protect it, Linex it. Oregon Truck and Auto Authority, your one-stop accessory and protection shop. The Bill Myers Show is on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. It's 846. By the way, before we check out this morning, there will be a Diner 62 Real American quiz you can win, and I wish you luck on that. Not right now. Give it just a, a few minutes, okay? Uh, joining me right now on Open for Business, we have Sharice from No Wires now over on Biddle Road, Suite B, Medford, 18, uh, make that 1560 Biddle Road, Suite B. That's the uh, bricks and mortar there. But uh, you can call her, and uh, what is it? Um, I just wanted to say, what is uh, Yeah, 541-680-5875. You can call her text messenger. Right now, though, uh, Sharice is here. And, Sharice, you're freezing your tush off in Modoc County. What are you doing over there? What the heck? Huh? No, no, I live off Modoc Street. Off oh, oh, live Rock. off Mo- Oh, oh, I thought you were in Modoc <laughs> County. All right. I'm sorry. I misinterpreted. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm, call- I'm, call- I'm calling you from Modoc. I'm thinking, wow, I know it, boy. I bet it's cold and icy there right now. Oh, that's funny. Boy, the river sure got high over the weekend. It was like. Kind of scary. I was like, here, listen to all the trees fall. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Well, let I'll tell you about. It. Let's talk about where people can save money on their internet, their phone, their uh, their dish, and everything else. You just just tell us what what uh, kind of deals do you have uh, cooking right now in a very cold, foggy well, hey, Tuesday? First of, yes. First of all, free cell phone service. You can't beat that. So. Um, if you're paying too much for Verizon, U.S. Cellular, come talk to me. Bring me in your bill. I'm saving people, families, an average of 100 to 200 a month on their cell phone bills. How, so are, you pu- how are you pulling that off? What do you do? So, you know, like, for example, four lines through the Verizon is around 250 a month. Mm-hmm. I offer the same tower service Verizon, unlimited talk, text, and data, $29.99 a line, tax-free, and you get one line free. So four lines would cost you 90 bucks a month instead of 250 So I'm saving you 100 150 bucks a month right there. And then if you've got Spectrum TV, you know, I'm switching people to DISH, um, getting you way better TV service, and then I help you lower your cable Internet bill, get you that free cell phone service, um, and right now, you know, there is an outage with Spectrum. It is statewide. I can't, I'm not God. I can't fix it. So just so everybody knows. Oh, I, I, I know. But back just back up and running soon. And the thing is, though, it happens. I mean, there are times we had an outage with Hunter that lasted about a half day a few weeks ago that I remember, you know, yeah. that, that going yeah. on. And then this one, though, seems to be storm related. It's a, uh, it's a big one. It the, is. Yeah, the claim the claim is that yeah. it'll be back on by nine thirty. Hopefully, they'll get the uh, all the fiber hooked back up and powered off. Could be a power issue though. I know up in uh, 
in, in the Eugene area, still five, 6,000 uh, people mm-hmm. without power. So it's just a mess. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy how much we rely on our Internet these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we don't have our Internet, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's the end of the world. Everything runs off our Internet. So it's important. And now, so it's now important Hunter is making a big move too. right oh. now. Hunter's making a big move into southern Oregon, what, uh, 60 bucks a month, I guess, right? And yeah, you, but I can, yeah. But yeah. you say you can do a better deal with Spectrum, right? Oh, yeah. I've been getting everyone's bills down to forty four ninety nine, mm-hmm. high speed, you know, super fast. And then I'm getting you that free line of cell phone service. So, you know, you know, Hunter's probably great and all, but they can't get the free cell phone service and they can't do the forty four ninety nine. So there are other you things know, that you can, other things you're able to work because of that, too, in that particular deal. Yeah. Most exactly. Of, and then, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, go ahead. Finish your thought. It's not like you're moving on. Go ahead. And then, you know, also with the TV service, if you're getting that $500 gift card in the mail, we still honor that. Mm-hmm. So you, I can switch you to Dish, get you all new equipment. You know, Spectrum bills, people come in. I've seen people paying 300 bucks a month on their Spectrum bills, and then they just keep going up. So I, what I do is I lock you into a two-year price guarantee. Two years. That's pretty good, especially in an inflationary time. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just want to make sure that people understand, though, that if they have not called you or text message you, because you can call or text message. And uh, by the way, Sharice's number at No Wires is uh, 541-680-5875, 680-5875. You could text message her right now and tell her. In fact, in fact, you can, they can even text message you a, a copy of the bill, right? If they're looking to cut? Yes, send me, mm-hmm. text me a copy of your bill. I'll let you know what I can do for you. Um, and if you're out in the country and if you still have Viasat or HughesNet, you know, we do offer Starlink. We have installers installing it. I have Starlink off of Modoc, mm-hmm. and I've had internet all night, and I love Starlink. It's so fast. And it's unlimited. So if you got Viasat or HughesNet, call me. I'll get you something way better. What's the uh, starting price on uh, on a Starlink? I've always been kind of curious about that. Just uh... yeah, I mean, you do have to buy the equipment. Yeah. It runs about six hundred for that. Mm-hmm. An installation can run you three to five hundred. So it's about a grand to get started. But what what's your monthly service normally going there? Since you have that, just curious. About one twenty mm-hmm. for residential. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's also business plans too. Oh, and you know what? If you have a business and you have a cable bill, I can lower that as well. So if you have a business, call me. Send me your bills on that too. All right. Once again, it's uh, Charisse and, of course, her hubby Lyle doing the installs along with other people, great folks over at uh, No Wires Now. NoWiresNow.com. The address is 1560 Biddle Road, Sweet B. And uh, she's not in Modoc County. She's over on Modoc. Okay, but she's going to be on Biddle in <laughs> just a little while. <laughs> you know, you had me so you had me going there for a second. Boy, boy, that's a long distance to to go out there in the cold, there, Sharice. But anyway, call or text message her at five four one six eight zero fifty eight seventy five. Tell her what you got. Tell her what you need to save money on, and she'll go to work on it. Pretty simple, isn't it? Right. Yes. Come in my store. Come and meet Blue and Turbo and. And, and my showroom's really comfortable, and I can show you how this system works. And, yeah. All right. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, Sharice. Take care. Okay. Bye. Sharice on Open for Business. All right. Now that Sharice has completed her talk there, you can talk with me and see about winning that Diner 62 Real American Quiz. 
a $20 gift certificate from Diner 62, which goes a long way over at Diner 62. Uh, they delivered to me a hot roast beef sandwich last week. They held those over. They've been so popular. They held them over for a limited time. And uh, add a slice of pie to the special for just 2 bucks. 2 bucks is all it costs, all right, uh, for, the spa, for the pie. They, uh, they sent me one. It was a lemon pie. It was a very good pie, too, on that matter. The other thing I was going to mention is that if you're looking for a great homemade Homemade corned beef hash. They've got it at Diner 62. Not out of a can. It is just money. It is so flavorful and well-balanced. Not the salt lick that you'll normally get out of the canned corned beef. All right? So, anyway, uh, jump on it. There's so many things that you can enjoy over at Diner 62. 770 Good luck. We'll play that next, okay? Choosing a company to drill your well is a major decision. You have a lot to consider. Experience, reputation, equipment, price, and most importantly, the finished project. Clouser Drilling stands behind their work and guarantees materials and workmanship. Quality and integrity has helped Clouser Drilling grow to be one of the largest drilling companies in the state. They provide the best overall value and make sure the job is done right. Competent and capable. That's Clouser Drilling. Call today for a free written estimate. 476-7795. Visit ClauserDrilling.com. We've heard it all. Apparently, those larger tires don't provide more clearance. It was a really big bird. Might have been a Aerodactyl? I should have screwed that tool shelf in the garage to the wall. But the reason you need auto body repair doesn't matter to us as much as making your car look new again and the process easy for you. At Lithia Body and Paint, we've been getting Southern Oregon drivers back on the road since 1946. Speed, service, accuracy. That's Lithia Body and Paint on Bullock Road in Medford. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Hi, I'm Randy with Diner 62, and I'm on KMED and KCMD. 8.55 and change. The Diner 62 Real American Quiz has Jack up here. Hello, Jack. Morning. Hey, Bill. All right. Now, Jack, it was today in history, January 16th, 1919. Prohibition ratified by the states. It prohibited the manufacturer, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors, the good stuff, in other words, for beverage purposes, and it was proposed by Congress 13 months earlier, had to pass thir- in 36 of the nation's 48 states before becoming effective. Now, nine months after Prohibition's ratification, Congress passed the Act, or National Prohibition Act, the Volstead Act, and uh, President uh, Woodrow Wilson vetoed it. Now, a year and a day after its ratification, Prohibition went into effect, January 17, 1920. The nation became officially dry. Now, 46 of 48 states eventually passed it, with just two states that never ratified it. Which of these following states was one of the states that never ratified it? Was it A, Connecticut, B, Tennessee, C, New Jersey, D, Kentucky, E, California? One of those five did not did not uh, pass prohibition. Well, I'm from Kentucky, so I'm going to say Kentucky. Kentucky, you'd think so, because if they like their bourbon, no. I'm sorry, Jack. Let me go to Mike. Hello, Mike. How you doing? Hello. Hello, Mike. So, which of these fall of these four states did not pass prohibition? Was it A. Connecticut, B. Tennessee, 
C, New Jersey, or E, California? Now I'm going to go for California. You're going to go for California, thinking the count. Cal- no! They passed it. Of course, they, they love government. Let me go to Kathy with a C. Hello, Kathy. How you doing? Hi. Connecticut, Tennessee, New Jersey. Which one of those three did not pass prohibition? Tennessee. Tennessee! No! Wasn't that either? All right. So, uh, Brad, you have a 50-50 shot here. It's either Connecticut or New Jersey. I, Bill, I have no. It's either Connecticut or New Jersey. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm going to guess Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Hey. Yep. While Southern Woo-hoo. states like Mississippi, Virginia, Kentucky, and the Carolinas were quick to ratify it, northeastern states were slower to come around. New York, Vermont, and Pennsylvania waited until 1919 to pass the law, while New Jersey was last to ratify it. That left two states, Connecticut and Rhode Island, were the last two standing. They rejected it, and uh, even after it became federal law. So there we go. Brad, you're going to go to Diner 62, if nothing else. You know, no internet from uh, from Spectrum at the moment, but it's okay. Everything else is working. Hang on, my friend. (laughs) We'll get you taken care of, all right? Now then, uh, we'll have another Diner 62 quiz tomorrow, by the way, okay? And uh, we have Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins coming up. If you have an email, question, comment, email bill at billmeyershow.com, and we will talk again tomorrow.